Hey, it's Ange. Thank you so much for joining me here at Divinely Connected. I cannot wait to talk to you. I know I say this every episode and I'm just as excited to be here and I'm so grateful that you are here. So we have talked a little bit about some precursors to developing your intuition, to learning to trust within your intuition, because as soon as we switch those gears, a lot starts to surface within us, a lot of insecurity, a lot of uncertainty. It's one of those things that seems so cool when somebody else is doing it and it seems so flawless. And then when it is our turn to do it and to listen to within, it's very hard for us to do. So, of course, a lot of that is going to kick up. But I want to make this a little bit easier for you. I want to, us to talk like we're sitting in the in the living room and just trying to explain it as simple as possible because it's not meant to be complicated. I feel like as humans, we tend to overcomplicate things. We tend to feel like anything that we value, whether it's the job, the home, the family life, um, the self, the anything that we view valuable, if someone may be on a pedestal or something that is to be aspired to, we feel like it has to be hard. For it to be worthwhile and for it to be valuable, it needs to be hard. We need to earn it. We need to earn it so that we feel like we deserve it. But you know what? That's just a whole bunch of BS. It is not meant to be like that. What is yours is already yours in this path. And I know how sad seems, especially if you're new. Oh my God, I remember all these like little one-liners or these little sentiments when I was learning. I'm like, what does that mean? I don't understand. Because I was overcomplicating everything overcomplicating everything. I say it like this. You were born, most of us are born with eyesight, with hearing, with smell, with taste, with touch, and we don't doubt it. We don't say, oh, how dare I? I don't feel like I deserve to be able to see through these eyeballs. I don't feel like I deserve to be able to smell these smells. It is just a part of us. It is just a part of us. So is your intuition. So is the intuition. It is just part of you. Everyone has one. You don't need to be super good. You don't need to be a monk on a mountaintop meditating 12 hours straight. You don't need to only eat organic. You don't need to, you know, all the the crazy things that, that we see and that has been marketed towards us. You just need to slow down. You need to get to know yourself. You need to be able to see and feel and experience your life. Some of our lives are so busy, are so busy that even if a departed loved one was knocking us on the head, we wouldn't even notice because we're doing this and we got to do this. We got to take the kids here and I have to do this. My deadline's there. And you know, all of the things. 
So if you were to only do one thing, it would be to slow down and create more space in your life, in your schedule, more space in the schedule. And I'll tell you right now, I lost, I would say, 60% of you because I can't do that. My life is too busy. I have this and this and this to do. But it doesn't need to be consecutive minutes. And this is what I have learned. So for me, my journey started in the midst of having my children. So my opening meditation that I do to get ready for readings, 20 seconds. My morning affirmations, what I do to start the day, less than 20 seconds. Do I meditate for hours? Not a freaking chance. And it still works. But I have created pockets throughout my day to just inhale and exhale, to check in with myself, to be able to feel my feelings and to hear myself think. It may be in the bathroom. It may be driving from point A to point B with the radio off, no phone calls, just letting myself take the six-minute drive in silence. These little habits really, really make such a difference. So I'm not asking you to dedicate the majority of the hours in the day. I'm saying pockets of time. And what you will find is the world doesn't fall apart. Everything is okay. Then you're going to crave a little bit more and then you're going to, it's going to be easier to prioritize. But you need to be able to sense things if you want to hear your intuition. The first thing is connecting with spirit is very subtle. It's very subtle. So it is extremely, extremely easy to be overlooked. Okay. And sometimes we don't know what to look for. We don't know what to look for. So I have some recommendations for you. If you are looking into, or if you're wanting to connect with your departed loved one, tell them how you prefer to be communicated to. I know. So complicated, right? It is. And this is going to get that ego engaged. Remember the earlier episodes where we talked about the ego and it loves to be, it's going to rear its ugly head and it's going to bring down and and it's going to say, it can't be that easy. Oh, it works for everyone else. It doesn't work for me. No, 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 no. It works and it works for everyone. So what I recommend my clients do is to talk to your loved one as though they can hear you. Big, that's such a big thing, is talk to them as though you can hear, as though they can hear you. If you're saying, hey, mom, you know, I know, I wish, I know how much you would have loved to be here to see this, right? And instead say, hey, mom, I just know how much you are enjoying this. I know how much you're loving this right now. See how those two statements made you feel different? One kept you at arm's length. One kept some space and some separation and one brought energy in. Keep that in mind. Talk to your loved ones as though they can hear you because they can. I I promise they can. I promise, promise, promise. But you can also set the sign. 
You can set a sign. And I mean, say, hey, mom, use the butterfly. Dad, use the blue jays. Grandpa, use the dimes. Everybody use what I assigned you to use so that I know who is here at that time. And don't use anything else until I build my confidence in knowing that that is you and that you are here with me. Now, the trick is, is they will do it. They will do it. They are so eager to talk to you. They want to talk to you just as much as as you want to talk to them. They want to reassure you that they are with you. Okay? What happens sometimes is that we set these signs, they give it to us, which takes a lot of energy on their behalf, and then we discredit them. <laughs> Don't do that, right? And this, and just think about it. I know so many of you will say, oh, you know, I used to get the dimes all the time, but I didn't really know if it was dad and I don't know. And then all of a sudden you don't get the dimes anymore. It takes a lot of energy from them to give you signs and symbols. And a way that we can repay the energy is by saying, thank you. I really needed that and believe it. Okay. That is such a big deal. So everything is energy and everything in life needs to have that, that energetic balance. So they're giving you energy by assigning a symbol. You give energy back by gratitude and thanks. Okay. And what you will find is, is that you will start seeing them more often. One, you know what to look for. Two, they know what to give you. Okay. If you were, if, if you're collecting the dimes, get a jar. I know so many people on Etsy make this, these beautiful dimes from heaven, but you can just get a mason jar. You can have a, a bowl, you can have a baggie, whatever. What's so great about the dimes is that it gives you a physical measure, right? You can look and go, oh my God, there must be 50 dimes in there. Because what I find with signs, and this is part of that human nature, is that we will receive and we'll be excited. And then a day or two later, doubt creep in. And a day or two later after that, we forget. And we're back to ground zero, right? So being able to, to have something in one spot that accumulates really helps as well build that confidence and that reassurance that your loved one is okay and that they are with you. There's also another way of knowing that they're there. So physical signs are always amazing. And I say it's almost foolproof because there's no like risk, you know, there's no sense of you are failing. You're asking them for something. It's either going to come or it's not going to come. It's going to come, but you know what I mean? There's a thing called a calling card, which is a way that your loved one can let you feel that they are with you. Now, this is maybe a little bit tricky for you, but I I really encourage you to give it a go. You will be amazed. You'll be amazed. I promise. I promise. I promise. Okay. So a calling card is a way, is a sensation that your loved one wants you to know that they are with you. I tend to encourage my students to do the calling card exercise, like going to bed. Okay. Do it in the nighttime when you're laying in bed, because one, you're letting go of the stressors of the day. You're already gearing down, right? We're already gearing down. It's usually dark, right? So our eyes are closed and that's one sense that is, that is geared down as well. I personally recommend 
doing this kind of, if you're facing outwards, if you're laying on your side, face outwards from your bed, as opposed to if you're with a partner, you want to, you want to have space and comfort to be able to let down your guard and to be able to feel subtleties. Okay. So keep that in mind as well. What I recommend that you do is say, Hey, Hey ma, I really need to know that you're here. Can you please show me your calling card and just stay relaxed, but have your awareness to your, to your senses, to your, your, your sense of touch, to the energy that's around, um, and anything that changes counts. You may get goosebumps. You may all of a sudden get really cold feet. You may get really warm on one side and not the other side. You may feel flushed. You may get the goosies. You may have butterflies in your tummy. You may get a little zip up the back of your head. Whatever changes counts. And then you can create contrast. Okay. Okay, mom, thank you. Can you step back? And that feeling will go away. Okay, now come back forward and the feeling will come in. Okay. So whatever changes now for me, when I am in session and I am connecting with other people's departed loved ones, the sensation for me is the feeling of spirit is the density of the air in front of me becomes thicker. I equate it to those who have children who have woken up in the morning and before you even open your eyes, you know someone is standing in front of you. You can feel the density of their energy. That's what it feels like. So when I'm in session and I say, okay, I have your grandmother stepping forward. I have your father stepping forward. That's what it feels like. Okay. For me personally, my grandfather, he gives me this really zippy zoo feeling up the back of my neck. And it makes me kind of twitch a little bit. And what I, why I love it so much is because it's very distinct. It stands out. It is, it is significant enough for me to go, oh, this is Papa. This isn't my work clients. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it is something that is completely different. And why this is important, you may be going, okay, okay, what do I do with this? What's so wonderful about a calling card and knowing what their sensation feels like, knowing what that feeling is for you, is that you can't always get the dimes in the butterflies, in the, the blue jays at all times. If you're going in for chemo, you may there's not going to be a blue jay there. I mean, you may see one on the way, but what are the chances that there's going to be one in the hospital? Low, right? And that may be your sign and symbol, but they will make sure that you feel them so that you know that you're not alone. Or if you're feeling really stressed and you're about to walk into a big meeting at work and all of a sudden you get your little zippy zoo and you're like, okay, not alone. We got this. Thank you so much for being here. And off you go. So it is a sign and a symbol that you get on the fly. And where there may be physical limitations to some signs and symbols. And I each are valuable. It's not one or the other. It's both. I think it's fair to say that we want all the signs as much communication as possible. 
right? So it's not either or, it's both. But if you prefer one way, communicate that as well. Okay? They're going to listen. Your loved ones are on the other side, and they just want you to know that they are okay. They want you to know that how they pass does not affect their peace on the other side. They want you to know that they are in perfect health, that, that you're not alone, that they get to witness and, and, and um, live your life through your eyes. They want you to live. They don't want you to stop living because they are not here in the physical form. Because what a waste would that be when if you give up living and you get to the other side, and they were there the whole time and they were like, man, you could have did this and you could have did this and we could have did this and we could have did this and, and you didn't, right? Living life is the best way that you can honor your loved ones and they get the thrill and they have way more influence. They have way more influence in our day-to-day life than we could ever know, than we could ever know. It is amazing. And, and so often, and I find this especially with like skeptical men really is the tendency that comes forward. They'll be like, oh my God, like it's so awesome over here. I didn't believe in heaven. I just thought when you're done, you're done, you know? And then they're like, oh my God, I get to see my grandchild play baseball. I get to play with him. I get to, to, to see him kiss him goodnight. I get to see him in the morning. I get to witness everything. I'm literally not missing anything. And they are ecstatic. They are so excited. They're so excited. But to feel these subtleties, you need to slow down. And don't don't forget, setting these signs and symbols do not only need to be for your departed loved ones. If you're wanting to connect with your spirit guides, with your angels, with the archangels, you can set a sign and symbol for them too. And you will be amazed. You will be amazed at how often you get your signs and symbols. I remember when I, this quick story, I remember when I first started and, and the very beginning of my path, the first thing that I really learned, I learned about law of attraction first, and I loved that. And then when I started really wanting to, um, learn about intuition, I learned about my spirit guides and my spirit team. And I set a sign for them. I used the rainbow at that time. I thought I was being clever. I was like, how often do we get rainbows here? Right. And so I said, you know, give me the rainbow. That's what I want as my sign and symbol. And let me tell you, let me, I've never seen rainbows so much in my life. Reflecting off of um, the window or the door onto my living room floor. Reflecting off of um, signs as I'm driving. My children who were little, remember they were just baby babies growing up, um, just randomly drawing me pictures of rainbows. I'll never forget my daughter came home from school. I was having a hard day. I was going through it and she was five and obviously oblivious to adult stress. And she's like, mommy, look what I made you. And it said mommy. And it was the biggest rainbow painted that she did at school. And I just burst into tears because I knew exactly what was happening. I knew that my divine team was using my baby girl to tell me that everything is going to be okay because I was down in the trenches. I was having such a hard time. 
and it still comes up. They'll still, and still to this day, the kids will just start talking about rainbows. When, just when I need it, just when I need it. Or I'll have somebody from my page say, send me a picture because a rainbow is their sign and symbol. They don't know it's my sign and symbol. And they'll be like, oh my God, I know how much you, you would love this because you get so excited with that when we share our signs and symbols and look at this double rainbow. And I'm just like, oh my God, I needed that today too. Right? So it's, it's so amazing because life has so much magic in it. And the majority of us are walking around missing it, missing it, needing it, but missing it. Thank you so much for joining me today on my podcast, Divinely Connected. I hope to see you again.